0: Too.
1: damn you chase legler
2: i just want to say one thing too to all of our fans and and customers for for all the support and love that you do show us it it means a lot
0: think the too long didn't read version of what Luke just went on was that just our way to say that that we love you guys
2: and we appreciate what everyone's going through and uh you know we're, we're all in this together
1: here we are Uh, Welcome back, another edition of Sonder Stories. We are socially distanced here in the Sonder Brewing Podcast Studios. I've got PNP, Danny Harold, Chase Legler, and myself, and we have a, uh, for the first time, we have a virtual call-in guest, and I'm pretty pumped about it. We're going to talk today about our first ever brewery collab beer, and um, it's one that we're pretty excited about. Uh, it really was a, a perfect marriage of of who, in my opinion, who Brewdog is and who Saunder is, and it, it really just uh, it, it came together nice. But uh, our guest today is Jacob w- is Wooten, right? It's Wooten, right? Wooten, Wooten. yeah, you got it. All right, <laughs> uh, yep. that would be a tough one for me to mess up, but I've I've been to known known to do it, so I didn't at least mess this
3: one up. That's good.
1: Woo woo. Welcome, welcome to, welcome to the uh, welcome to the show.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um I did not realize this is y'all's uh, first collab. Here. It is, yeah. yeah we That's we've our-
1: uh we've done a couple of collabs with um some partners, um, retail partners. Um
0: we've done some fun ones. Like we've done a couple bottle shops. Um we did one with a donut shop, which was cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. But we've never done one with another brewery. Yeah. And um there's a lot of reasons mm-hmm. for that, but um this one really just it, it felt right, felt great. Uh, especially Jacob when, when Chase and I got to to sit and meet with uh with you and Phil. Um that was uh that was it, it just it really felt awesome right from the beginning. So um I think I, I I hope I don't just speak for myself, but I think the end product uh really uh really came close to what we were hoping it to be, I think.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm really excited about how this beer came out. Um I ordered some we got you know, we got it delivered last week and uh so I took a cup. the nice thing about working for the brewery is you get to sometimes try beers before everyone else, so um I just happened to try at least twelve of them.
0: <laughs> nice. Taste testing before this podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, well,
1: we are also enjoying some as we speak, um, and we also have had it before today, so um, can confirm same over here. Uh, Jacob, why don't why don't we just start? Why don't you just tell uh, our listeners a little bit about what you do at BrewDog?
3: Yeah, um, that's a interesting timing to ask this question. So, um, for I've been with BrewDog for three years. Um, working directly inside of our bars um and uh i moved down to cincy to work in that bar for about a year um but more recently uh something i've always kind of like done on the side you know at it all, we all do multiple projects um is i've always been really passionate about um partnering up with other breweries um whether that's buying their product or setting up like Collaborations or cool events and tap takeovers. Um, so now that I'm back in Columbus, I'm kind of working my way a little bit more towards, um, doing a lot of work with our beverage program. Um, and then on the side, I also run shifts at our bars um, as needed. So I'll be running our main facility in Canal Winchester while our uh, GM there has for first baby, which is really exciting, um, and I've I've worked in Canal Winchester, but I've never ran that far before, so it's definitely going to be a new experience and uh, challenge all in itself. I'm not sure if you've been there, but it's fairly large.
1: Yeah, it it is. Uh, it's um it's an awesome facility. It's uh it's it's really a spectacle. Yeah, I can't wait to
2: yeah. take some of our production guys up there and walk through and check it out.
0: Oh, you've never been up there, Chase?
2: No, I I have. I just haven't had like a oh, like a back right. you know uh, back of the house tour of it.
0: Oh, I guess I haven't either. I really liked that location. That was really well laid out. And I the thing I always appreciate about BrewDog is that I've been to multiple locations now, and they're so good at keeping their brand consistent throughout the tap rooms. Like you always know when you're walking into a BrewDog tap room, a hundred percent. It's kind of like metaly, like the, the branding's all the same. The colors are all the same. Uh, it's like that punk feel that you kind of are looking for that's consistent with the brand. It's really cool.
3: Yeah. Like almost like maybe the building burned down at one point and we just kind of filled it in a little bit. Afterwards. <laughs> right. um,
0: Restore it a little bit. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. No, no. The, yeah. Branding obviously, you know, the, the important part to our company and our story, um, and it's you know you're in one, but you know which one you're in based like if you've been doing like they all still have a different appearance and aesthetic to it still um, like they're all unique.
1: Yeah, I completely um, so.
3: agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cincinnati still feels a little different than Columbus and Indianapolis, but they, to Danny's point, they both still feel like Brewdog, which is yeah, which is absolutely. awesome and and incredibly important. Yeah. Uh, especially for a, a, a brand like BrewDog, so um, BrewDog now is um, in how many how many tap room locations now in in the U.S.
3: In the U.S., um, we have seven. So we have um, our home base in Canal Winchester um, called uh, Dog Tap, and then um, from there we opened up our Short North location, which I'm calling from now I have the bar to myself it's nice we're not open today so um, <laughs> just walking around it's nice to have a whole bar to yourself uh,
0: <laughs> your own little clubhouse if you haven't ever
3: experienced it for, for the listeners out there it's a really cool it, it's kind of cool having a bar to play, to play whatever music you want as loud as you want um, that's and, true yeah, just could drink beer and walk around uh, so after a short work we opened up franklinton um which is a really incredible bar, Franklin, and a really cool neighborhood um, just south of downtown. Um, we have our friends at Land Grant Brewing right across the street from us there as well. Um, and then from there, we opened up Indianapolis. Um, we opened our Doghouse Hotel, which is back in Canal Winchester on the campus of the main location. So that's a sour brewing facility slash hotel. Um pretty cool experience. Um, there's uh, many fridges um, in every room with like a range of guest beers. Um, and then we also have all of our beers in a fridge that's built into the wall in the bathroom that you can conveniently access from inside of your shower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, after Doghouse, we, yeah, we've got Cincinnati and then Pittsburgh is our newest location.
1: And how long... So. I actually, uh, a- until we Started the discussions of this collaboration. I didn't even realize that Pittsburgh, uh, that y'all had ventured into Pittsburgh. So how long has that location been there?
3: That location, uh, um, they opened, it was the last weekend of February this year. Okay. okay. So perfect timing, they, perfect they got timing got, for they the, got the year. They like, two and a half weeks in, and then, uh, <laughs> and then they got to reopen again.
1: Yep. Yep, that so, sounds about right. Um, <laughs> um but,
3: so, yeah is a great place to be. There's it's a good you know, again, there's an incredible beer scene, so it's really nice to be a part of that as well. Absolutely.
1: So tell us a little bit about Collabfest. So um what what is it uh what, what is this event and, and how consumers how can consumers take advantage of it?
3: Yeah. Uh so it started in the UK, um and Let's talk about it in the sense of all before 2020. Uh, It sounds a lot cooler that way. Um, (laughs) uh, So, you know, the idea was, uh, you know, we we wanted to have our bar, you know, all of our bartenders and servers and everyone that works for our company is uh, passionate about beers, why we're in this uh, business. And we wanted to give our teams that don't get to brew beer, maybe they never have they've never seen the process but they have a lot of ideas on what they would want to brew if they could brew beer Um, so we want to give them an opportunity to where every bar picks their own brewery that's kind of like in their general area um, to partner up with and uh, brainstorm on a recipe and then come out and help uh, brew the beer and then we put it on tap in all of our bars so in the UK there's like 65 kegs that get shift it around. Um, and then, so it's a little bit more manageable in the U S because um, there's seven bars. Um, but from there, yeah, then you get to have this beer on and it kind of gives the team like um, some empowerment and like pride and then like I helped come up with that beer. Um, I brewed it, you know, so um, get a little bit more involved in the process of making beer and uh, telling their own story. About how the beer came along and was made. So, um, from there, we are going to tap the beers at all of our bars today. Um, so guests can go to any Brewdog bar and, uh, grab a flight. You can do my size flight and just do a pint of each one. Um, and, uh, yeah, they'll be on for at least a couple weeks. Um, some, some places brew larger batches than others. So, I'm looking forward to having
1: our collab here on for quite some time. Cool. So the so each I, I might mess this up, but I want to I want to see if I I remember this uh, correctly. So at each of your U.S. locations this year for Collab Fest, um, yep. each each tap room uh, picked a brewery in that city of which the tap room was collaborated with them, yep. and then each location puts on all of the collaborations. Is that right? Yep,
3: that's
1: correct, yeah. Okay, so so this one that we're talking about, our collab, down with DOG, um, will be on in Pittsburgh, Columbus, Indianapolis, and Cincy. Is that accurate? Yep,
3: that's accurate. Awesome,
1: awesome. So pretty cool for us, Jacob. This is uh, by far the farthest reach uh, that consumers can get um, a Sonder Beer, which is a pretty awesome. Um, we're really excited yep. about that. Um, so who are who are some of the other collaborations uh, that consumers could get yeah. if they came into a brew dog this weekend?
3: So um, the other ones include uh, Dog Tap or main Facility. They, they they went a little further down the road. Um, they partnered with Branch and Bone out of Dayton, Ohio. Okay, which if any of the beer geeks out there haven't tried that before, um, they're incredible. Our Franklinton Bar teamed up with Wolf's Ridge. Um, and made a beer called Three Headed Alpha. It's the Belgian Triple. Uh, Pittsburgh teamed up with Dancing Gnome, um, another incredible brewery. Uh, and they did Cook and Chill, which is a, uh, chocolate sweet stout. Um, it's kind of like inspired by, uh, chocolate pudding, essentially. And, stuff, <laughs> oh, and yeah. then, um, yeah, it was like, you know, we can go with an IPA, because that's what Dancing Gnome is known for. Um, or we could just do something completely um off their normal uh routine and you know keeps it fun makes it exciting um and then uh indianapolis teamed up with guzman uh which is a very tiny brewery in uh, indianapolis turned out some really awesome beers though um there I, I think i heard that they work with like A two and a half barrel system.
1: Yeah, it's incredibly small, but the beer is the beer is really good. That's that's a great choice and a sleeper brewery in Indianapolis.
0: I've never even heard of
1: it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a small operation. I'm assuming they're
0: not packaging at all. uh, I believe Uh, believe they do crowlers. If I'm not mistaken, crowlers. Yeah, gotcha.
3: Yeah, yeah. We're this is is the first time they've actually ever sold beer out of their taproom before, and uh, they wouldn't. They went hard on it. So they did a triple dry hop, triple New England IPA. Um, all the buzzwords. It has, <laughs> yes, yeah, all the buzzwords. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it has like 10 pounds of hops uh, per barrel. I think Holy is what cow. They That's
2: a lot of hops. Um, <laughs>
3: yeah. It, it, and you know what? I was like, man, this is going to burn my mouth. It's going to be like tightening like a green pepper or something, you know? Um, it, it's really good fucking absurd that's um awesome. that's awesome they put some big secret hops in there there is a few different hops but there's a big secret in there so i think i kind of helps smoothen it out a little bit um and then uh short north bar they teamed up with Saucy out of cleveland but Saucy actually just opened a tap room here in columbus just down the street from us so it was a good uh way to just kind of say like welcome to the neighborhood um they did a, a Called OMG Becky, and it's a fruit in New England IPA. So. And then last but not least is our Doghouse Hotel. They teamed up with uh, Pretentious Barrel House here in Columbus, which is a really amazing uh, sour brewing facility. And uh, they took the wort from a hazy chain batch that we were brewing and then um, added some fruit to it and some bread and came up with a really tasty sour IPA.
1: Very cool. Very cool. I, I love the uh, I love the lineup. I don't know about, mm-hmm. about Danny, about uh, you and Chase, but I'm sitting here listening to this and I'm like, how quickly can I get to one of the BrewDog tap rooms? I know, I'm kind of like
0: <laughs> high tailing it down there. I actually spend a decent amount of time at, not a decent amount, but I've been to the location in Pendleton a couple times. I have some friends that live down there. Um, it's also just like a convenient location to go yeah. have a beer. Yeah, uh, and, and I like it, too. The food's really good.
1: And we're on tap there, yeah. and actually, Jacob is uh, a key driver to why that is. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is which is super awesome. It's, um, it's getting released uh, this Jessica,
3: weekend? Jessica, y'all, Jessica is a key driver to yeah. why it, it is. <laughs> that,
1: yeah, That's awesome. I met her,
3: and she was just like the awesome person I met in Cincinnati at the time, and uh, she brought me in a whole bunch of beer um, the next time she came by, and I love everything that she gave me. So like once we opened up uh guest lines again, after COVID a no brainer on the, as to what I wanted to put on tap. So cool. Uh, that's kind of,
2: that's part of that. I'll give
3: that's, all that credit.
2: Yeah. That's, you know, yeah, definitely credit for, for, for Jess for uh, being the catalyst in, in this this, uh, in this collab. I and, mean, you know, also the, the, the beer too, cause you know, our first conversation was you were, you know, you love Blanc. So that was kind of, you know, the starting point of, of us wanting to do a kind of a Belgian-inspired beer because of your, your passion for Blanc that we brew. So, you know, that's kind of yeah. how the, you know, how we started with coming up with the, the recipe. was sitting down with, with you and Phil and um, kind of thinking about a Blanc twist, even though it's a completely different recipe. It's a um, it's, it's way different recipe. Um, but, yeah, kind of a Belgian-inspired uh, beer. And then, obviously, the, the grapefruit addition as a, a nod of the cap uh, to Brew Dog for Elvis Juice. So yeah,
1: yes yeah, so, yeah. so let's talk about the beer a little bit. I I, uh, I was joking. So my uh, my dad asked me about this beer whenever uh, whenever we were talking. I think it was my dad. It was uh, I think it was somebody back in Indy who was talking about this. And you should have them stop into um, the uh, Indy Tap Room. Oh yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. Um, they're so pumped to be able to get Sonder beer in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> I'll so beer all day. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Just are you? You're from Indiana. I am.
1: Yeah, I'm from a, just about 20 miles south of Indianapolis. Yeah.
3: I actually had a. Yeah, uh, our,
0: oh sorry, go check. Our go.
3: assistant manager at the Indianapolis bar. Um, I think I think they know you, or their family member knows you, or something. But they they told me they got to try some like the first softer beer that was uh, canned.
1: Oh, that's pretty unbelievable. Nice. Well, that's that's pretty yeah. awesome. I didn't realize that. Uh,
3: Kevin and Kelsey Gruber.
1: No way. Okay. Uh, you, you do you know them? Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Um, wow, I didn't, I didn't realize that. That's it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon on air here. That's right. pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was pretty cool. So, so I, Chase, I kind of described this. This is like the first cousin, like Blanc's first cousin, right? Like it, it, it's in the same family, but it's not. It's, it's different.
0: When I first heard what we were doing, my head was in a pretzel trying to think about <laughs> like what this beer was going to taste like i literally had no idea i was like a dry hopped white ale with grapefruit yes
1: so that's how we're describing it i remember when we were sitting outside and we were talking with these guys um we wanted to do something kind of inspired by blanc because of jacob's love for it and then how do we marry up what what brew dog kind of one of the things they're known for and one of the things we're known for but also get Jacob what he wants and have this, this Blanc beer, right? <laughs> it's all
3: about what I
0: want. That's <laughs> right. That's right. We're here to please, man. <laughs>
1: so we take Northern Discovery hops, which, which we're the only brewery in Ohio that uses, um, one of only a few in the in the world, um, and we take grapefruit, which is something that uh, BrewDog is obviously known for through Elvis juice, and we squeeze them all into Blanc, essentially, yeah. and, and what comes out is this. But as you said chase it's a different recipe so it's a mm-hmm. it's a lighter base than what blanc is is that fair it's to say lighter body but uh we actually uh
2: there's jacked up a- the alcohol though. i was gonna say there's it. more abv on this yeah it yeah. drinks
0: about the same though i feel like yeah, yeah it's incredibly yeah, it's, drinkable
2: it's a it's a lot it's i think it's like 40 percent or even 50 uh raw red wheat actually from uh breeze uh malting company out of uh uh, uh wisconsin um yeah, so we kind of targeted a little bit of a lighter body to um, let the hops kind of speak. And the hops are, are very kind of melony and, and cucumber-ish and just kind of give off a lot of fruity aromatics. So I thought that would play nicely with uh, uh, the grapefruit as well because grapefruit's a little bit uh, tart and uh, tannic. So, yeah, and then the, you got the ester profile, the yeast uh, in the background as well. Um, so I'm I'm actually interested to see how this beer kind of ages out because I'm sure that— you know, the Northern Discovery will age out a little bit differently, um, and then the esters from the yeast will kind of pop at the end, and then the grapefruit, I think, will kind of um, mellow a little bit as well. So I'm interested to see how this beer ages in the, in the can.
0: This beer, particularly, like, I, I keep, I, I have like a hard time putting it down. Like, it's so salivating that every time I take a sip, I just want to keep drinking it, which, which could get really dangerous, but the flavors are so unique. And I love that, you know, a lot of collaborations between breweries, like they just come up, someone comes up with a recipe, they kind of agree on a style, et cetera. We took, you know, our hop that we're the only people using in Ohio, dry hopped it with that. And then we actually were able to use, we don't know what it is or where it comes from or what the process is, but we were able to use the grapefruit that is in Elvis juice, which is really cool. So it's kind of marrying two of our core beers and coming up with this really unique beer.
2: Yeah, BrewDog was was yep. kind enough to let us uh, use their uh, their grapefruit uh, flavoring. Uh, so we, um, yeah, it's natural flavoring. So we were able to to play with that and bench top it and come up with our own little twist to it. So that was fun. Yeah.
1: So so Jacob, you like it. We all like it. How does uh, I assume I assume some of your team members at BrewDog have tried it? How does everyone feel about down with Dog?
3: Uh, I have not gotten the chance to get any feedback. Um, from anyone else uh just because i haven't seen anyone um that's tried it yet uh in person uh, except for uh kayla who came down and uh brewed the beer with us she's a junior brewer um for uh the usa operations so i got her a can first thing she's really really happy with it so um yeah it's she uh, you said I'm she sure was happy with it feedback. yeah she was very happy with it yeah nice um she was just excited to work with you guys, honestly. She was uh she, she had a ball that day. It was nice to be able to get her out of her uh, regular routine. Um, you know, just kinda threw an Elvis toothrade and Jane and to hang out and see the guys' the setup, which really blew her away. So that was a uh, really smart and sort of way that you mapped everything out perfectly. So um yeah, if Kayla's happy, I'm happy.
0: <laughs> I, I kinda put her on the spot when she was here because um, I, I was curious about, like, brew dog's brewing operations. So I was like, oh, what is it like brewing on our system versus yours? And she's like, oh, that's not really fair. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, this system is amazing, but it's just, you know, I brew on, I don't even remember what she said. Are they brewing 120 at a time or something like that?
2: Uh, I think it's maybe 150 heck or 100 and Yeah, the volume 200. is just so
0: wildly different. I think it's maybe 200 I think heck. it's over 200 heck.
2: Yeah, that's two. Wild. I think 220 hectoliters or so, maybe. Yeah, so that was pretty right. cool yeah. for her. Yeah, she was, she was good. I used
3: to, like, fit that number out right away when, like, I was giving tours, but I haven't given a tour in so long that it's like,
2: it's a big number? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not small. Yeah, yeah, I think it's right around, like, 180 brewer's barrels, I think. Yeah, I was going like to ask that. you to
1: convert that to, to, yeah. to barrels, Chase, just for yeah. those that... Uh, aren't familiar with the metric system. I mean I, I totally, totally am.
0: I always <laughs> pretend like I know what Chase <laughs> totally, says. Yeah. He says totally <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah, hex. Yeah, I, I know about hex. Uh, well I, I've a, heard I've heard Chase like convert it to brewers barrels enough that I've like kind of an idea of what the exchange well, is a brewer's
2: barrel being thirty one gallons equals uh one point one seven hectoliters. Okay. So one Duh. hect one hectoliter okay. is equivalent to one hundred liters.
3: Yeah. noted 3.78 yeah. uh, hey uh, Chase stop looking at my here. notes for that bud. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I'll absolutely <laughs> remember that <laughs>
2: yeah yeah. I think she was surprised that we were a metric brewery too she was like oh wait Celsius what kilograms like yeah, yeah we do everything metric here <laughs> yeah it's like, oh, that's cool like hectoliters an hour
3: and everything is, is that just um you, I, I, now I'm going to be asking you the questions why is it that you guys go on uh Hectoliters and it just like the metric system.
2: So, uh, I mean, I guess the the main reasons because that's how I was taught, but also when you're doing calculations, it just makes so much more sense. I mean, I mean, so for so take a brewer's barrel, like it's thirty one gallons. If you take a hectoliter, it's a hundred liters. I mean, everything is divisible by moving decibels around in the metric system, which just makes complete more sense. Um, Temperature is the only thing that's a little bit. A little bit, I think the hardest part for, for when brewers come on board here is is the temperature difference. Um that's a little bit more challenging, but as far as um uh the weight um and volume, it's it's a lot easier just to work in the metric system.
0: That's probably just because we speak in Fahrenheit, like in everyday language, right? Like it's fifty nine yeah. degrees out today. Yeah. Yeah. So going to Celsius yeah. is a bit weird.
2: And and weight too, I guess it's pretty easy. You know, I mean uh 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 you know a, a kilogram is, is equal to two point two point zero four five seven uh pounds. So it's a little bit easier to you know, double it in your head quickly to kind of get a rough idea where uh temperature is a little bit more uh, confusing. But you know, if you remember that sixty eight degrees in Fahrenheit is twenty degrees Celsius, it's usually um easier to kind of track back from that. Totally
1: makes all the sense in the world to me. <laughs> Fifty nine degrees Fahrenheit. It's like six hundred degrees Celsius.
2: It could be using Kelvin. I mean, it'd
1: be fun. yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> Isn't Kelvin supposed to be the one that makes the most sense? Yeah, like like zero is like the coldest it could ever be, and hundred is like the hottest it could ever be.
2: Um, psh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I,
0: I wasn't very good at science. I could never uh, be a brewer. I'll just keep marketing the beer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think there's some there's some backstory about Kelvin too, because I think he was like a. a Brewer or something, I think. If I recall, he, I don't. Don't quote me on that, though. You science nerds, you. Yeah, I'm totally going to quote <laughs> you on that. Hey guys, uh, Calvin, uh, he was a brewer, <laughs> right. uh, that guy.
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I, I, I think it's. Uh, I'm glad you brought up that day, uh, Jacob, because I think it's really cool for people to know that this. Um, it was a. It it truly in in every sense of the word from start to finish was a collaboration. Yeah. Um, this was, uh, it was really cool for us, um, to start that conversation. You mentioned Jess. I mean, she, you're hundred percent right. I mean, y- you and Jess kind of struck up a friendship and, um, it was really cool for you to kind of, um, partner with us right away by putting Blanc on tap, uh, in Cincy and then, you know, getting, uh, you know, Jess getting us involved with you to, for the collaboration. And, um, so that kind of started the, the partnership and the friendship there. And then, you know, having you guys come in and, having a conversation about what we wanted the beer to look like. And then, you know, we had our marketing team, you know, Danny and Jenner, are in touch with y'all's marketing team to make sure that the label looks great for the cans. And, um, and then on top of that, you know, then you guys actually coming down for brew day and being a part of that and having some beers with us on brew day. And, and now to this um, for me, uh, obviously having not had uh, other brewery collaborations and, and even having some other collaborations that, that didn't feel as collaborative. Um, this was a really cool experience for us. Yeah, it
2: was a lot of fun. Ours,
3: ours is definitely the best, best collaboration. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, go, I'll go on the record saying that. No, they're, awesome. they're all really good, but um, I, yeah, they're, they're, they all came out really good. This is actually, I would say, like this year is like the best we've best go we've had at it here in the U.S. And um, our boss did a really good job of challenging us to make sure that we didn't. Um, just kind of like necessarily have to go just like our buddies, you know, it didn't have to be like the factor of it. You know, you really wanted us to focus on the quality of the brewery that we were picking to partner with us. And then from there, making sure that we just called in brew the same AC IPA, <laughs> Right. So, right. Um, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: We wanted to be something so, that was, you know, unique enough, um, but also a little bit more palatable too. you know, you guys aren't sitting on it.
3: And so I think we all agree that like the thing that we all love to do is have beers that you can have multiples of and you can drink easily. You know, you can definitely pour the beer into the glass, get lost in it, you know, and like really break it down. But you could also put zero thought and effort into it and just enjoy the beer and it won't like, you know, it doesn't distract you from anything. You know, so I Serves many purposes in the realm of drinking i think
1: i think that's a really good way of saying it i think it's an it's a very very complex beer um especially with the story behind it right i mean that's that's our whole thing is that every beer has a story and this one has a really great story um but to your point jacob it's also a beer you can just get lost in a six pack like you said and and uh Mm -hmm. before you know it you've downed six of them it's incredibly crushable uh, it's refreshing. I, I think. I think. I really like it. Obviously, I love Midwest Haze and and I love this Northern Discovery Hop. But I think I really like it because it, I think it it appeals to a lot of different um, styles of beer that that I think people would drink. Right. You've got that Belgian style. You've got the fruit in there with the grapefruit. You've also got the hop character. Um, I, I think it's uh, it's just a really complex beer, but but not overthunk.
0: Right. Hmm.
2: Yeah, it was yep. fun. It was fun to make yep. I, that brew day was a lot of fun. It started off rough because we had a, a one of our steam solenoid valves kick out on us, so we were probably like an hour and a half at least behind on on the mashing for the brew. Uh, but we got it got it kind of figured out for for the day at least to to limp by with the brew um, by
3: manually running. It's kind of you go into this expecting that there's always gonna be something that can yeah. come up. I don't think I think if you're going into work every day and probably just about any industry but you know in, in the brewing world like no one goes in and is like today is going to be perfect mm-hmm. nothing can go wrong right. <laughs>
1: yeah, that would be a great day <laughs> <laughs>
3: but but it was but it was a great day you know and you, it was cool seeing you have troubleshoot and uh figure out how to make it work you know like it was, it's all part of the process you know it's all part of the end result of what we're right. drinking right now
1: that's right that's right. Uh,
3: that's great. On my second fine already. <laughs> yeah, me too, buddy.
1: We're me too. A couple it, pictures up here. Yeah, yeah saying, we got some pictures. The three
3: of us are working through a couple
0: of pictures. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So. So I guess. Uh, um. Again, just to reiterate. So. Um. What date? So we're speak. We're we're talking today. Uh. This podcast will come out in the in the next couple of days.
0: Yeah, I think. Uh, actually. We've had so many changes with the schedule and whatnot. Yeah. I gotta figure. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna edit it tomorrow and probably get it done. I might just put it out tomorrow. Heck yeah, let's do so, it. And then would, whenever we get
3: a
1: chance, we
2: when, can. We can talk when is to the it. beer being released though? When's the event happening? So that's what I was. That's what oh, I, so I just we, wanted. One more we, time, we, Jacob. We, if you can yeah. That.
3: Yeah. So uh, you can enjoy all of our uh, collab beers, and, including the incredible one that Brewdog and Sonny came up with uh, officially today. Uh, today they are all on tap. Awesome. Nice. And, uh, you know, uh, they'll probably be, they'll be good to go for at least the next, uh, four or five days. Um, I, I think the Sonder one, though, will, we brewed a pretty big batch of it. I don't know how many hectoliters, but that's what it's all about. Uh, It's
2: 35 hectoliters. 30, 30
3: barrels. Yeah, 30, 30 barrels. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that's gonna be, we're, we're gonna have it on for quite some time, at least in the Cincinnati bar. How many you, you guys are, holding on to some kegs for us. Um, and then you guys will have it on your tap room Monday.
0: Yeah, we're going live with it Monday great. in our tap room, along with cans as well. Cool. Um,
3: Very cool. Yeah, the yeah. cans look great. Um, yeah, genuine. And yeah, job. that's not a normal thing to can uh, beers for a class. not that it, like, it's never been like, we're not supposed to do it. I don't know. It's just no one's ever asked before. Um, I was excited when, um, Justin asked if we could uh, put it in the cans, and uh, it's great, especially in 2020. Some people aren't comfortable sitting at a bar, so to know that you can pick up a six-pack, enjoy it from home. That's a huge benefit. Um, so are you guys going to be sending that? Are you going to make that out of the taproom, or are you going to put it at, like, and I was about
0: to say, it's going to be pretty cool to see it out in the market. Yeah, we're. Uh, so, yeah. so. we
1: wanted you guys to have. Um, obviously, we talked about this, but we wanted you guys to launch it with cool. Collab Fest uh, and yep. then and then have us follow up in market. So, we're actually sending it out to our retail partners next week, starting, uh, starting on Monday, I believe, because it's the week of Thanksgiving. Oh, that's so, we're right, trying yeah. to get out a little bit early. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're it might, going to market. It might be
3: worth, uh, I'm sure there's a few places in Columbus that would even. Uh, so I, think, I, up some cases
1: too. I think that would be like, awesome. I don't know if you saw this. Actually, there was a um, there's a, a Cincinnati um, news publication. I think it's called like Six One Four Now or something. That's
0: Columbus, so that's Columbus's area code.
1: Yeah, so so they just um, they just released an article today about mm-hmm. how Saunder is finally into Columbus. So yeah, um, kind yeah. of a cool little timing for our collaboration.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, and yeah, I, you know, um, I have my go-to cam shops here that um, I either shop at or I just follow in case they get something different. You know, and, um, you guys hit all the right spots. That's for okay. sure. Oh, awesome. I was about, I was about to stuff. ask
0: you, do we, have you seen us at your shop? And if not, let us know what your shop is.
3: Yeah, uh, Save & Growl oh, yeah, uh, yeah. picked up a bunch of different brands from you. And then I saw Wine & Brew picked up some stuff. And, okay. Um, and you will also now be able to pick up... Uh, can of our collab beer in the mini fridge at our hotel nice. pretty cool dude
0: i want to go um, stay a night at the hotel really yeah. i do too right. i really do it, too. It's just fun. yeah house. yeah
3: when, especially like when, when we can all like party together again um yes you guys, just let me know we'll mm. uh yes. get you the full, you know red carpet roll out for you guys Heck, yeah. That'd be a blast.
0: Definitely.
1: Just because you're not in Cincinnati anymore doesn't mean we can't, uh, that that you get out of uh, a night of partying with us, dude.
3: Right. It's true. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. I I heard you, uh, when you couldn't hear me, you were like, do you want to meet in Indy on Sunday? I was like, I do, but Sunday I'm actually, I'm getting a couple cases from Chase's former employer, uh, New Glarus, so... (laughs) Um, someone's dropping off a couple of K's for me, so I'm gonna nice. play a game. I always call. How many spotted cow cans can you drink?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a really fun game. What's the high score? <laughs>
3: uh, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do it with a couple of buddies. So I think we can do all 24. Okay, oh, nice. I'm pretty oh, yeah, pretty good about it. Yeah. like just awesome. one buddy, like could do, that <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you could I think one. I mean, I. I'll be honest. I could, I could probably uh, crush 12 of those on my own. No, but yeah, I, I think, think so. Just, you know. Yeah, I'll, feel, I'll do a little moderation.
0: I feel like the only thing we're missing from this collab is a night of partying. That I completely agree. That would solidify it for sure. Yeah. That,
3: that was like the yeah that was the one thing like that you know I, this is my favorite collab fest for sure because of the partnership, and the creative like effort that was put into making the beer work. Um, but man, like I'm not gonna lie, like the first one I did when I was with Homestead, um, they're a smaller brewery um, in Heath, Ohio. It was, like, we showed up at, like, 8 a.m. And they're, like, you guys know how to pour beer, right? And, like, yeah, of course we do. <laughs> We're like, cool, just, like, uh, get to it. And, it's like, we helped out with brewing, you know. But, like, we just got really drunk by, like, 1230. I was, like, time <laughs> ten. Um So, well, we definitely still have to make up for the rager of a party that we all yeah. need to be together. Yeah, we do. We can
1: make
0: up for a time. Yeah. We, 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 uh, yeah.
1: I mean, we don't ever do that. We never, you know, whatever, but I'm sure we can make an exception. Uh,
2: this
0: we, time. we probably shouldn't yeah. lie.
3: <laughs>
0: well, no, I mean,
2: if, most if, people know. if Justin yeah. and I don't, don't get tickets for the Packer game in Indy on Sunday, yeah. I think we'll just going to hang out at, at, at your guys' location in Cincy
1: and just hang yeah. out there. Yeah. Far away, uh, six feet apart, uh, yeah. and crushing Sonder beer. Yeah. Well, no, I want to try everybody else's too. I do too. Yeah. That that um, uh, I tell you what that that uh, collaboration lineup is yeah, it's cool, is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, you guys did a great job yeah. of targeting, um, in my opinion, some great breweries.
0: I mean, it's a lot of really unique beers, too, which is cool. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it was a really nice uh, rounded rounded uh, draft list at the end of the day. So um, a little bit of something for everyone. Yes, um, absolutely. And yeah, the the Wolfers triple is a dangerous one if you do go to Indianapolis taking or or Cincinnati bar or wherever, um, it doesn't drink like a nine percent or same with the and House like it's eleven percent, but I think it drinks more like a seven and a half, eight percent IPA. So nice. Um,
1: is there Jacob, is there uh, before we wrap this up, is there anything else that, that you want uh, our listeners to know either about BrewDog or collab fest or this beer or just
3: anything in general? Um, you uh, did a pretty good job of covering the event and, uh, our partnership, you know, so uh, I guess I just want to say thanks for, uh, joining in, you know, like I didn't know about Sonder before I moved down to Cincinnati and, uh, it was definitely a good find for me and, uh, really awesome to be able to just kind of get a chance to see what you guys do and, uh, work with your team and, and to start to, uh, great partnership you know so let's just keep it
2: up heck yeah
1: brother i i yes. I, uh, I just hope we get to do it again next year and and i'm looking forward to that night of partying yeah <laughs> um, or day yeah, or it, day it, it, of partying <laughs>
3: whole
1: day yes tired um so hey i don't uh i don't know how familiar you are with saunder stories but we recently started a uh a new segment that we call what are you listening to so so here uh on our team uh, we're pretty passionate about beer, obviously, but we're also pretty passionate about music. Um, and so we started a segment where every time we have um, an episode, we, uh, we have a playlist that goes along with it that we, we post on Spotify, and we just, uh, we go around the table, and in this particular case, we'll go around the table and through the phone lines, um, and we just name a song that right now we have on repeat that we can't stop listening to.
3: Um, oh, so, God, I'm going to make up. If anyone listens to what I listen to, they're just going to cry. Heck uh, yeah, man. Hey, dude we, have, <laughs> dude, we have a weird playlist. Dude, it's a, dude. it's
1: an eclectic playlist. So, um Danny, why don't you go ahead and hit the intro? Here we go. What are you listening
2: to? What are you listening to? night I'm wondering. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band some college town bar with nine nine, nine, nine Is it something to get you
1: through? All right, so Jacob, with you being uh, with you being the guest, uh, we're gonna let you go first, and you can give. Uh, so you can do this a couple different ways. You can just give us a song right now that you can't stop listening to, um, and you can leave it at that, uh, or you can also add a second song to that and let us know one of your favorite songs of all time.
3: Okay, cool. Uh, so, I recently discovered the singer-songwriter. His name is Christian Lee Hudson. Uh, really amazing. I have to say my favorite song on his album that he put out is Northsiders. Uh, not Northside Cincinnati neighborhood, but I, it makes me think of Cincinnati though, just from the song title. Nice. Uh, another song that just a, You don't want to totally get sad. Um, I've been really digging this band um, for Manchester called Idols. I I kind of say they're like Lizzo for boys. Um, Nice. But uh, they're like a Brit, like hardcore punk band. Um, I'm going to say Modern Village for them. Nice. And then favorite song of all time. You got he a good Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh. Oh, nice, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: nice. That's good. You guys know that Jacob plays in a Queen cover band, right?
0: I didn't know that. Stop it! Yeah. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, he
2: shared that story with me at the boot <laughs> deck.
3: What? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What What do you play? Queen. I, I, I also have a '90s era Weezer cover band. We just play the Blue Album Pizza Ten. So, uh, when that Weezer sketch happened on SNL with Matt Damon, yeah, uh, yeah. like. I got that shit posted in my timeline like twenty five times. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. that's awesome! That's uh,
1: awesome! That's my favorite thing I've heard today. Actually, that's pretty fantastic.
3: Yeah. Uh, so, Mr. Fahrenheit and the Lover Boys uh-huh. are uh, is the Queen cover band. We haven't played a show in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Pinker uh, Pinkertown is the Weezer cover band, which we got a little mini run in right before. Uh, we realized that a pandemic was about to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's awesome. The yeah. last thing I did before the shutdown was three dates with the Weezer cover band. That's awesome. Oh, that's
1: awesome. awesome. What's your favorite yeah. Weezer song?
3: My Name is Jonas. Nice. okay will you the answer. Nice, yeah. okay. It's like the, I think it's the best intro song to a debut album that an artist has ever made probably
1: well, so so this is pretty cool uh we obviously did not talk about this before going live here uh and i love i love your uh, love for music jacob that's pretty dope i didn't realize that yeah that's pretty yeah
3: awesome. yeah definitely before i was in the beer industry i was in the music industry okay. uh with a little bit of cheese in, in the middle i was a cheesemonger for a couple of years but uh <laughs>
2: i love me some cheese yeah.
3: <laughs> we don't even need to get in my 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 previous uh Job uh, (laughs) list, Uh, but yeah, I I owned I owned and ran a small music venue in Columbus uh, on High Street that mostly worked with local talent and some up and coming like touring bands. Uh, We had a couple people from the Decemberists play at it with their side project, and Twenty One Pilots used to play there all the time. It's Um, a Columbus
0: band, right? Yeah, they are.
3: They are a Columbus band. Yeah, so we were like one of the venues. I, I think. Uh, Twenty One Pilots played in front of, like, three people before. Dude, right. that's and wild. And they, they you, still brought the full piano, backflips off of it, <laughs> all the way. You know, full nine yards.
0: That's pretty unbelievable. That's, that's wild. Yeah. That's Dude, so, I, so speaking of Twenty One Pilots, the first time I ever saw them live, I had never heard of them before. I was in Cleveland at the House of Blues. I was going to a Neon Trees concert who was being opened by Walk the Moon, and then 21 Pilots was the opening act. And the yep. con- the concert got progressively worse. Yeah, that makes sense. And it was wild, though, because, like, everyone was there for Neon Trees, but I was like, I enjoyed the opening bands way better. Mm-hmm. Neon- or 21 Pilots was, like, passing out their EP in line for free at the time. It was awesome. Hmm.
3: Yeah, You know, uh, they're not my thing at all, really, but uh, when they, when that first time they played at Kobo, like, in front of basically me and the promoter of the door guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, that band's probably going to be pretty good. Like they, um, they've been driven from the very get go. Um, they, they had their mindset and there's only one end result to that story. And they made it, you know, Mm -hmm. headline festivals, arena tours, um, full nine yards. So it's good for them. I'm happy for them. Uh, that's pretty awesome. So we could, we could do a whole other podcast on music.
1: Sometimes. Yeah, heck yeah, we heck easily yeah. could. Yeah, um, Chase, what's up? What are you listening to? Uh, well, I recently
2: <clears throat> uh, watched the Grateful Dead documentary on, I think Netflix. Um,
0: you were playing some good music in the uh, brew house today, or it was technically Matt, right?
2: Yeah, Matt was playing classic. Yeah, Matt and I throwback was, country. Yeah, I Matt get I, I get
0: you two mixed up. Yeah,
2: yeah, we always like classical country. Yeah, um, but I I really like. Uh, Grateful Dead's uh, "Shakedown Street." Um, okay, I've been playing that quite a bit recently, nice. and watched documentary, and um, because I've never been like a a huge deadhead, you know, I've never been a huge. Uh, like I've I've always liked their music, but I wasn't ever like a, a huge fanatic about it. But, like right. a lot of people are. Which,
0: yeah, I was going to say there's a big like following. Yeah, of, you know. and,
2: and there should be too. I mean, they were you know, obviously a, a, a huge influence on 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 a, on our music industry, but um, yeah, I really like that that song quite a bit, and I've been listening to that quite a bit.
0: For sure. Nice. I'm going to go in a different direction than what I typically go to. So I was on – funny story. I was on Twitter the other day, and a video – I follow a comedian from Philadelphia, and he, like, posted this clip of a game from a Sixers game maybe, like, two or three years ago. And it was, like, all these people in the crowd, like, going nuts to this song called What We Do by Freeway Jay-Z and Beanie Cycle. And I was, like, I was listening listening to the clip. I was, like, oh, this song kind of bangs. And then I, like, listened to it on Spotify. I was, like, this song really bangs. So then I, like, did some research. I was, like, this is, like, a Philadelphia, like, anthem. Like, people in that town, like, love this song and, like, love this artist. So i like, kind of been listening to it a lot. It's really good. So I'm typically not the rap, like, slash hip-hop guy on this podcast. But it's a really good song. Nice. Uh,
1: mine, uh, I think I've... I've Talked before about uh, a band called Lake Street Dive, which is one of my favorite bands. Um, They uh, they've become more popular in recent years, so probably more people know who they are now. But um, their latest single came out in September. I've been I've been listening to it a lot. It's called "Making Do." Um, It's a good song, and they've they've changed a little bit uh, in recent years from what they started as. But uh, I still dig them quite a bit. It's pretty nostalgic as a band uh, for me. So that's what I've been listening to. But Jacob, man, it was awesome having you on here. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to speak for these two uh, and say that we're going to have you on again at some point when we can actually have you in. Uh, I'm using air quotes here that you can't see, but in studio, which is right. just our office space upstairs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
3: yeah, can I, can, I, can I address the topic? Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to find a crazy new style beer that Chase gets excited about. Ooh. So I want to bring like, I want to bring like, Pastry stouts and like overly hot IPAs and get taste excited. Good luck. <laughs> I love it. Good luck. I love it. I love it. I love where your head's at. Uh, bring,
1: uh, I'll tell you what, I know we would get excited about. Bring um, like pastry lagers. I think that would be great.
3: Pastry loggers. Oh man, that never had one, but I bet that's. <laughs> don't,
1: don't bring me
2: a pastry lager. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, man, uh, and what we ought to do is uh, we'll loop that into uh, to our day of of uh, making up for lack of partying for the collab.
3: Yeah, we'll make that a good pod. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, and,
1: uh, and I've never
3: been uh, around you guys or on the phone with you guys and not been excited about the conversation that's about to be had. So yeah, heck yeah, same um, here, brother. Figure that out l- when.
1: Feelings are mutual for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, stay safe, brother. Uh, be well. If you need anything from us, um, you know we're here. I cannot wait uh, to keep this uh, friendship and this partnership going. Thanks for everything you did for us,
3: man. Thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. Jacob. Yeah, and um, here, here, let me know what your, uh, what your patrons think of the viewers as well. I'm excited to get some feedback from the Sondra uh, So Yeah, for sure. Heck yeah,
1: man, we will. Cheers, brother.
3: Cheers, dude. All right, cheers. Cheers. Thanks.